Hi, this is Kaz Garner, and you're listening to the Solo Nerdbird Podcast. Today, I'll be detailing an overview of the Netflix original anime, Blood of Zeus, Season 1. The show chronicles the illegitimate son of Zeus, a young man tasked with saving heaven and earth despite the interference of a vengeful goddess and her monstrous forces. Episode 1, A Call to Arms. Grand Khan, Alexia, and her men chase down two demons through the forest, but they escape into a nearby town. Heron, an ostracized young man, unfavorably known as the Bastard, attempts to sell items in the market but is shorted money by a local merchant. There, Alexia and her guards have run into the market in search of the demons and warn the townspeople to hide while they search. Heron finds a local drunk, Elias, who's injured and offers to aid the man when no one else does. Back in the town square, Alexia demonstrates how to determine who and what a demon truly looks like once their true nature is revealed by inserting them with a burning metal spiked rod. Elias explains to Heron that his mother, that him and his mother, um, to him and his mother, I should say, where the demons have come from and why the gods don't interfere to protect the same people who pray to them. A few men from the town harass and assault Heron and his mother, Electra, in an attempt to test to see if she's one of the demons in disguise. They believe she is the reason why their town is being attacked because she sired a bastard child. After Heron unsuccessfully fights off the men, Electra takes it upon herself to burn her arm in front of the men and Alexia, who happens to be there but did not actually leave the men to her, to, I should say, to Electra and Heron, and to prove her innocence to them. Elias suggests Heron climb atop the mountain search for a rose bush unlike the others and dig beneath it to find what he needs to craft a powerful sword. Unbeknownst to Heron, Elias is revealed to be Zeus himself after Ares catches him indirectly aiding Heron when all the gods are strictly forbidden to do so. Episode 2, Passes Prologue. Heron suddenly awakes from a dream about the birth of two boys by the same mother but different fathers. One has brown eyes and the other blue. That baby may be Heron. Heron recites the seal of Corinth he envisioned to Elias or Zeus, but Elias reassures him his dream may be deceptive. At this point, um, it's only the second episode, but a pattern I noticed develops during the title sequence or where it says the blood of Zeus. Um, it, it corresponds with a significant person or thing in every episode, so... When you see the first episode, when you see the second episode, and then the title sequence, and then the, ep- the actual episode itself, pretty much in every episode, um, it's something significant that's going to happen or that's important. It may be an element of something, it may be a person or a thing, whatever, just like I said, but it- it's in the title sequence, which I thought was pretty cool. Heron's uh, mother attempts to bring... I'm sorry, admits to being, not attempts, she admits to being the queen to tyrant of Corinth, King Periander. He was an abusive husband, but then suddenly he wasn't. After some time, Zeus finally revealed himself to her after a months long affair. Hera soon finds out about the affair and their baby and has premonitions of twins born of different fathers inserted into the real king's head. Queen Electra kills Periander seizes Heron and flees with the aid of Zeus. When Heron attempts to confront Elias, who he now knows is Zeus, a sword is left behind 
crafted by Zeus himself. Elsewhere, Alexia and her guards are ambushed by demons who want the map after she discovers a hidden language underneath and must have her old mentor decipher it for her. Episode 3, The Raid, which I think is personally my, my favorite episode of the entire season. Hermes and Apollo battle Ares in the arena in front of the other gods, but are interrupted by Zeus as he confronts Ares about his betrayal to him. Hera also confronts Zeus about his affair with Heron's mortal mother, Electra. She claims she's the one who keeps everyone in line, even though they mock Zeus when he leaves for Earth. He warns Hera about attacking Heron and his mother. Zeus telepathically aids Heron as the Poli is under attack by the demons and Seraphim. Zeus is outnumbered by the other gods who demand he abide by his own law and no longer interfere with mortals' lives, including Heron's. Episode 4, A Monster is Born. Zeus mourns Electra and provides her money for passage for, from Sharon. Hermes himself delivers her to the River Styx. Hera reveals to Seraphim he's actually the firstborn of the twins Electra gave birth to. She manipulates him to set his sights on Zeus instead of the nobles he hunts in revenge of the mother he claimed to know. Episode 5, Escape or Die. Heron and the other captives are led to the galleys. One of them warns Heron, those taken to the galleys never escape. Alexia brings the encrypted map to Chiron. He deciphers it as a star map replicating Cassiopeia. Cassiopeia, I should say. Harold orders Seraphim to retrieve the sword Zeus crafted, unbeknownst to him, and he's to kill Heron with it and then Talus. Heron, Evios, and Kofi escape their bonds and overthrow their demon captors. Hermes reports to Zeus that he witnessed Hera conspiring with Seraphim, possibly to sway war in his favor with his godly sword and demonic triton. Episode 6, Back to Olympus. Hera orders Seraphim to retrieve the Cauldron of Darkness in exchange for information about the whereabouts of his uncle who tried to kill him as an infant. Zeus orders Evios and Kofi to assist Alexia on her journey as she follows the Cassiopeia constellation to the Demon's Cave. The gods choose sides. Other than Hephaestus and Zeus's other children, he sired out of wedlock, which would be Apollo, um, Artemis, and Hermes, that we see in this season. Um, they all choose Hera's. Chiron seeks repentance from Alexia by offering another version of the map to her and advice about how to infiltrate Melodoni. The face requests an audience with Heron. Episode 7, The Fields of the Dead. Zeus intercepts the honorary sent by Hera and fills in the gaps of Hera's deception towards Seraphim. Chiron advises Alexia and her company about traveling across the field of the dead, fields of the dead, but she insists he stay behind and return to his people. Seraphim finds his uncle with the help of Zeus freely given and kills him. Seraphim offers to align with Heron to overthrow the gods, but Heron declines. Hera forces Seraphim to retrieve the Cauldron of Darkness. He battles with Talus, defeats him, and escapes with the Cauldron. 
Hera released the giants of souls and starts a war and severely wounds severely wounds Zeus under the guise of Hermes. Episode 8, War for Olympus. The revived giants march towards the defenseless Mount Olympus. Hera sways the giants to help her kill Zeus and will let them have free reign over the seas, which is Poseidon's territory. Hera volunteers to retrieve the Colden of Darkness in place of Hermes since he's the last person Hera would expect. As the battle between gods and giants rages on, Heron, Alexia, Evios, and Kofi search for the Colden. The gods keep the giants at bay, but Hera intercepts Zeus's efforts by crushing him under boulders. He begs her to stop, but she continues with rage in her heart and tears in her eyes from, the from his repeated affairs and deception. While distracted, Hera is attacked by one of the giants. Zeus musters his last bit of strength to save her. Seraphim takes Hermes' armband from Hera and now holds control over the giants. Hera and her company work together to knock Seraphim off course and a fight between brothers ensues. With many of the gods on both sides injured and, or captured by the giants, it is now up to Heron to save them and Olympus from being overthrown. Heron defeats Seraphim and returns the giant souls to the cauldron. A monument is built in Zeus's honor on Mount Olympus. Seraphim meets Hades in the underworld. And that's pretty much it. That's all eight episodes. Um, you could pretty much kill this in a weekend, which um, I I don't think I did that. I just think like two episodes a day. So within like a couple of days was finished, which for me works better. But yeah, it's pretty short. They're only like maybe um, 30 to 35 to maybe 45 minutes long, depending on the episode and what's going on in it. But overall, I enjoyed the show. Um, if you didn't know beforehand, yes, this show was created by the same people who did Castlevania. But I, I was getting a lot of Percy Jackson vibes from it it's just like another day and another mess Zeus made and all the demigods have to come and clean it up at least it was one demigod that was involved um but Alexia I'm getting a lot of demigod vibes from her because Chiron is her mentor and I'm like in the Percy Jackson books and pretty much in Greek and Greek mythology that I can recall Chiron is the mentor to a lot of um demigods so we don't get a lot of information on her but um it's mentioned she's an amazonian so maybe that was a reference to her being a demigod but i would like to see more of that um like i said if there's another season i'd like to see more of goddesses in the forefront over the male gods. um there has to be more hera and her dealing with the aftermath of her destruction and the future of her position on mount olympus maybe some Hades that would be I think that would be fantastic but I would like to see more of the women in the next season if there's a next season but anyway you know that's the end <laughs> again this has been an overview of Blood of Zeus season one on Netflix at least Netflix USA I believe I'm K.S. Garner and you're listening to the Solo Nerdbird podcast thank you mm -hmm.